0: Welcome back, ATL friends. No, this is not an episode. No, this is not a podcast farewell. Not yet. We're not done. We get a lot of fan feedback from all over friends, strangers. We welcome it all. And in turn, we want to say thank you. So from now on, loyal listeners, we will be releasing these little clips called A Message from the Host. I'm Joe King. I'm here with the great Randy Aguilar. We won't always... I, you may not even hear me on the next one. Maybe Misty. Maybe Danny. Maybe Josh. But we will be putting out these little clips for the listener for feedback and also to tease some episodes. We want to give an update on some coming soon episodes. Projects in the works and also get some fan feedback from you, the loyal listener. It's coming soon. We have Detective Kevin Jancy. He's a longtime detective, great human being. He tells this story of true friendship, partnership, and tragedy. Tells a pretty amazing story the day that Officer Kevin James saved his life. KJ was his guardian angel. Randy, you've, you've worked with around kevin a lot more than i have when his involvement with the ato and the dpa he's been pretty he's been pretty dug in for quite a while
1: yeah uh, kevin you're gonna hear a lot of great stuff about him he was a past uh, cops cop winner he's uh, currently a uh, director from northwest and he's also the uh, treasurer for the uh, uh the pack for the dallas police officers associations pack and he's also the chairman of the uh kevin james foundation and he's been a big integral part in raising money for the ato and helping the uh kevin jay's endowment grow over the past several years he's he's a great man
0: great he officer is, he is he's a he's a good dude and he genuinely cares about uh, the first responder community and everybody he uh, he also heads up the kevin james clay shoot that's our annual event for the ato um yeah the k the kj story was it, it's heartbreaking um overall it's he's Saved Kevin's life, and I believe that same year that's when uh, uh, several months later KJ uh lost his own life. All right, the first week of July, we're going to release a two parter, it's going to be something to the effect of the history and evolution of Dallas SWAT. Still haven't decided yet on the name. Maybe some of the listeners will reach out and give me an idea because I need them. I'm well, gonna, a lot of, I'm,
1: we have a lot of SWAT listeners, so hopefully, they'll oh, yeah. Get it enjoy
0: this one shout out north carolina swat i know you're you're waiting for this episode if you got a good cool name for the title give me it you know you've been reaching out anyway so just keep it coming um it's i think the name is speaks for itself it's going to basically highlight and detail the birth and growth of one of the most recognized swat units in the country dallas swat we got two old-school legends on. Uh, we got the commander, Scott McDonald, and we also have Steve Claggett, along with two active badass SWAT operators in uh, Danny Kennedy and Matt Smith. I'm looking forward to that one. That's actually – I'm going to release the first one, first week of July, and it might be July 7th when that second – that part two releases. Uh, we'll see if we can get them done by then. I think the listeners are really going to like it. It's a different perspective from – Change in technology that's been used, the uh, the overall culture, the basically how the foundation was laid, was laid for Dallas SWAT back in the uh, the '80s and uh, '90s. We uh, talk about the little little known incident about the Dallas Cowboy Parade that went to shit and why it went to shit and what they did the next year to. Well, have to several s- upcoming
1: yeah. perspectives on that from yeah yep. from the SWAT guys and the, the commander at the time that was over that too. Eventually, so.
0: yeah, yeah, we have uh, Chief uh, Doug Kowalski's episode. Uh, recorded. Uh, that one's a lengthy one. It uh, spans a long career. And and a little behind the curtain for the listener, there was a slight <laughs> technical issue that that Kennedy's going to have to to uh, sort out. But it will. That Doug Kowalski, now Prosper PD Chief. His episode is upcoming, and he also touches on a lot of the um, a lot of the incidents and SWATs because he was a commander, longtime commander over Dallas SWAT very respected we got five other recordings done including chief uh, kowalski we got we got the dallas da uh, Mich- michelle sugart that prosecuted successfully that dr death that neurosurgeon that was fucking everybody up um it's a really good episode a uh, really good true crime episode it's kind of out of our you know, it's out it, of our norm. It is out of our norm. It's it's kind of like the, the Mike Reiner episode. Touches on a piece of Dallas history, local history, and I think these true crime nuts are going to are gonna enjoy it. I loved it. And she's an impressive prosecutor and one of the most respected. Dallas still has this day. Uh, she works in the child abuse unit now.
1: And if, you, and if you guys have any current event topics about police perspective, just anything going on, Email Joe and let him know, hey, this might be something you want to hear about. Let us know, and we'll be able to find that, track it down, and give you all as much information. You know, part of our mission here is to educate the public and the non-police people into what we do and how we do things. That way you have a better understanding or, you know, clear up any kind of inconsistencies that are out there. That way you get the best information as possible
0: well in some way i mean we're, in a lot of these things we educate some police whether it's our, within our own department here in dallas pd or some other uh agencies smaller agencies they don't have a lot of the training that we have and um uh, you know it, they could get some out get something out of this and that's good the more information the better i want to talk about the sissy offspring foundation um that is if you if you actually don't fast forward through the intro since 1999 we've been providing financial assistance to the first responder community if an officer gets sick we help if a fireman gets injured the ato is there it's the a daily constant beat down of this life we choose it gets too heavy and AT, ato counselors our confidential counseling therapists need to step in they're there the ato has a very unique Confidential counseling program. It's looked at by other agencies and other nonprofits as a, as a model, I believe. I, right, Randy? Oh I mean, yeah, it's, it's
1: we've we've it, been doing it for a while. We've been real lucky, and it's tr- tried to be emulated. And I think it's it's going to be tough because we've we've had some people that've been around a long time. Y'all yeah. heard from Dottie claggett and We've Popkin. been we've been very very fortunate that. Uh, We've had some of the same counselors over, and I think our counseling program is growing. That's probably our biggest financial need because it's getting used a lot. Officers used to just drink their problems away or not deal with them at all. Um, We're doing a lot better of making sure that people talk about things and get stuff off their chests.
0: Well, it's becoming more normalized uh, in breaking the stigma of of tough guy or tough gal. First responder actually realizing, becoming self aware, realizing, damn, I'm kind of fucked up. I I need help. Yeah, we can't just drink a beer and rub dirt on it. No, you can't. It's not sustainable. And the the ATO, we don't care where you get your help from as long as you get help and you don't self destruct. Uh, But there, our ATO confidential counseling program is in this area at least is a standard and like Randy said other organizations have tried to emulate it and I don't think that they're they don't have quite the traction ATO does with that.
1: Yeah, we make sure these guys are vetted. They're either former cops, they're married to cops, they have they know what it's like to be in an officer's shoes or a spouse a spouse of an officer's shoe. They're
0: cultural culturally competent. What does that mean? They know us. They know our minds. Some of our counselors have already been uh, they've been uh, cops and detectives themselves they understand the very unique and complex up and down mind of a first responder and that's needed because we are unique we are a nonprofit. if you would like to donate to our cause and helping your first responders please go to atodallas.org every little bit helps if all of our what percentage randy it's high 90s
1: yeah there there's it, no paid staff here there you know it probably our biz, biggest expense is credit card fees when stuff's get made um, donations are made online and probably the next biggest stuff is just marketing stuff but the marketing stuff is to get raise awareness for our campaigns and raise money to pay for yeah. our other stuff so it, it's that's an expected expense but there's no paid staff there's no ceo or, a, or chairman making a lot of money. All, everyone's volunteered, so it's it's a great. yeah. There's
0: not many fat cats sitting over here with dressed like Boss Hog raking in money. And we <laughs> even this podcast. This podcast was designed to give officers and 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 firemen and in military and organizations a stage to tell their story and uh, of their recovery their injury uh whether it's injury or or mental breakdown or they just got a cool badass story that they could tell and uh, explain how they coped with it and if you want to make a donation you go to
1: atodallas.org and when you're when you make that donation you can put in the notes and you can specify say hey i heard about this donation site via the uh bridging the divide podcast we need to know that we want to know how big an impact we're we're making for the organization and if you want to mail stuff here the address is 1412 griffin street east dallas texas 75215 you you can find that on that website and you know if you write a check-in or you just put in notes bridging the divide that, that lets us know that this this podcast is effective
0: yeah um yeah, please do. Uh, please go to atodallas.org and uh, look up our information, look at our background, and if you want to donate, it would be greatly appreciated, and the funds will go to a great cause in helping your first responders. We want the, the ATO and the city of Dallas, we want to provide the best first responder we can, and having an officer with good physical health and, more importantly, good mental health to put a better, better product out for the citizen, that that's paramount. Right now and
1: and it's all about better customer service because we don't always get the best customer service from big cities like the city of dallas yeah but we want to make sure that we provide our officers and members and the first responder community with the best service possible and uh, these donations help make that possible
0: lastly i want to hear from more from your fans from texas to california to germany to italy I've gotten messages, a uh, very nice, sweet, heartfelt me- felt message from friends, from complete strangers and other states and countries, uh, from other departments, uh, you know, i we we listen, I, I read every one of them and I respond to everyone and I share them within the group, uh, between Randy and Misty and, uh, Josh and Danny and I, I and some of the other, uh, guest co-hosts as well as the, uh, People that have been on and you know in our inner circle, uh, I share some of these on the social media. I always crop out the names of the people that that do it because I want the listener to see uh, what their peers are saying, whether they're civilian or or uh, sworn. It means a lot to us. It actually gives us fuel. Uh, it's mot- it motivates me to want to do more of these and continue this. Um, but I want you to know that. Those responses do not go unnoticed. Uh, If you want to hear a specific topic or you want to suggest a guest, we'll listen. We are currently cooking up an all first responder spouse episode. We want to hear from hear the perspectives from the spouses that are in the first responder world. It ain't easy on them, especially some of these first responders that have had had uh, life changing injuries or illness or or just mental decay and over the years of, of of the jobs beat down there are they some of some of these uh spouses they they're the uh, the glue that holds that family together we want to hear from them i think it'd be a great perspective misty's cooking it up so you know it's going to be great we also want to have on the great alan holmes again with some victim rights advocates to have a roundtable discussion on the recovery process what to expect uh, from the department from the vic uh from the victim center from the uh the actual hospitals we want to have on a sane nurse a part of this the sexual assault examine examining nurse to talk about that process it's not easy but some of the victims we just want to educate them with some information on what to expect on that recovery process before and after uh, this happens, because uh, it's not it's not easy, and a lot of people are just unaware of some of the true true advocates that are out there for for the victims. They're there for the victims. The department's there for the victims.
1: And a lot of times, crimes go unreported because the yeah. you know, victims are
0: someone start blaming themselves, yeah, blame and they themselves, say, and they don't know how to
1: deal with it. And hopefully, this will help put them more at ease. To let them know that they're not alone and this type of this this information gathering is very important to helping them bring them some peace and some closure to the incident and i can't imagine that ever happening or ever you can get in closure yeah but it's a step in the right direction
0: yeah there are people out there who want to help i just want to get them all in a room throw some topics out there and i and i and i and i think uh i think that would be an amazing episode and really it's going to touch a lot of people for just for the awareness aspect alone we want to have a panel on discuss uh, training and responses to active shooter situations, specifically rapid hostage rescue response, single single man uh, entry. Uh, with the uh, in light of um, incidents going on here in Texas and the and the country and the world, uh, I think that's a that's a topic that a lot of people probably need education on and and maybe understand a little better. And it's it, it's not pretty. It's uh it's. It's, it's not easy. It's not pretty.
1: No one ever said police work was pretty, so this is yeah.
0: what it is. Email us at atobridging at gmail.com. atobridging at gmail.com. If you have suggestions, you want to give feedback, good and bad, if you tell us, hey, y'all suck, all right.
1: Well, we need to know that. Yeah,
0: I need to know that. We want, to, we want it to be better. People in the beginning were bitching about the mics. Yeah, and we need motivation. Yeah, we need motivation, and we need we want to give a better product to the to the listener. When everybody was bitching about the early on mics, uh, you listen to early episodes and listen to the ones now. It's like night and day, you know.
1: If we could have taken a picture the first time you and I sat down to yeah record how we did this and what we're doing now, it's, it's so it's like two stoners
0: sitting in a basement <laughs> smoking weed and, and and putting a trying to put a podcast podcast together because we're not we're not that good, we're not that savvy. <laughs> Or if you just want to say hello, we'll listen and respond. I love listening. I love hearing from you. It's motivation for me. Uh, it makes it makes uh, the team feel like what we're doing is helping somebody. And I've always said that if it helps one person, it's worth it. And I know that there's it's helped more than one person, so it makes all of this worth it. So until next time. Stay tuned, be safe, and let's take care of each other. We're all we got.